Welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we interview marathon swimmers to get perspective on how to endure, adapt, and overcome the challenges we face swimming and in life. Please enjoy this episode. about John. Tell us a little bit about yourself, John. Well, I'm, a, um, I'm a, an adult onset swimmer. I um, started around 48. So it's now, I used to think that was, it wasn't that long ago, but it's, it's sneaking by. Um, I ran for years, was a decent marathon. I was closing in on a sub three hour marathon when I wow. injured my knee in a fall. Ooh. I was hiking, coming downhill, hit a rock that rolled and one foot stayed planted. The other knee went sideways. So I have a fair amount of arthritis and I struggled for a while. I ran for 30 years, um, close to 30 years. And I tried cycling and I'm too much of a klutz. I was afraid I was going to kill myself with traffic and cars and drifted over into swimming, which, and um, sort of took off from there. I uh, was self-taught, which means I was taught by an idiot who didn't know what they were doing and uh, am on the journey. So I'm, uh, I have some marathon swim experience. I have aspirations for more, but I, I'm probably a fairly um, new in this journey compared to many on the line. So I, I mean, this is a great opportunity to learn from folks and uh, get out and uh, push myself harder. Uh, I've lived in Portland. I grew up in Maine. I've lived in Portland now since about 1975. Uh, have a 31-year-old son, which is hard to imagine because I think I'm 31 half the time. Uh, and my wife and I live here in Portland. Awesome. Um, I think first off, I want to hear tell the story about the picture that you that you shared with me <laughs> that I that... posted. <laughs> For the last few years, I've gone to uh, a camp in Ireland in Carlingford called Hit the Wall. And uh, Susan Knight and I have gone a few times and Carolyn joined us as well. And uh, they do a fun swim. They push us a lot. We, uh, we do some interesting swims, but uh, the night before our long swim, they do something fun. We're all out on the dock. And uh, they get three ice tanks and fill them with ice. And you roll a dice and you have to be in six, ten times, whatever comes up, ten seconds times, whatever comes up on the, on the die. So that when I got 60 seconds and you get in and then the fellow next to me, they were trying to break his chops. So they would count, they'd bobble the count. So we were in for 90 seconds or so. And then they decided we should have ice cream while we're at it. So <laughs> after the time is out, we get out, get back in the, we get in the water, swim a thousand meters, and then they have boats floating about, throwing seaweed at us and uh, kicking up wakes. Uh, we came around one buoy and it turned into a rug, a water polo match. Somebody grabbed me around the shoulders and then tried to upset you. And then you'd keep repeating that until the time is done. So it's, it's, it's great fun. It's a great group of people. Um, I was a little upset yesterday and, and sad because I was supposed to be leaving to go to that camp again yesterday. 
Yeah, because oh. it's Memorial Weekend, right? I remember you telling yeah. me that. I was looking into it. It looks super fun. Well, Sunday. Well anyway. organized, great folks. It's it's a it's a. Uh, I just had them push my registration over the next year. I will go back. Yeah. Cool. Get that one on the bucket list. Um, when did you start swimming marathons? Oh, it's probably been. I don't know, six years maybe. Um, I I have two skill sets when it comes to swimming. Uh, I'm not afraid to try anything new and I'm really good with cold. So I was swimming probably six months when I saw the Chesapeake Bay Challenge, you know, the mile and the 4.4. So I said, well, I can do the 4.4 and jumped in not knowing what I was doing. Um, one of the challenges for me moving to marathon swimming is having, was having to give up a wetsuit. I never needed it for the cold, but it fixed my flaws. Uh, and it was really hard to give up the free speed. <clears throat> but I have certain folks, one of whom is on this line, <laughs> that have encouraged me slash shamed me to, to give it up. And I have. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so your first, <laughs> your first, so your first marathon was the Chesapeake. Uh, no, I don't consider that a marathon. Right. Yeah. Um, my first was Boston Light, and Kelly was okay. my spotter. Um, it was great fun. Unfortunately, my boater bailed on me the week before, and we were struggling to find someone, and. Uh, one of a uh, pilot that I knew offered his son, which we thought would be great. We showed up at the Dorchester Yacht Club and it was a 15 year old kid in a Corona t-shirt, beer t-shirt and a what, 13 or 14 foot Boston whaler with a plank for the front seat. So <laughs> Kelly was a trooper. And uh, so was that was my, and my also first. pilot that day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, she did everything that day. Wow. <laughs> Um, I, uh, where's your favorite place to swim? Well, guys, it, 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 like all of us, it's, it's situation dependent. Locally, um, Casco Bay, um, we have a regular group that goes to the local boat launch in Falmouth that we can swim before the sun comes up. Once we hit sept late September, early October, the phosphorescent, we have bioluminescence, we have boats to swim in and out of. So that's probably my local favorite. Gosh, I have to say Ireland at 40 foot uh, when we've gone. 40, uh, Ireland has this great tradition of dipping. And people would come in and just change into their suits, dip in and come back out. And 40 foot has stairs that you have to climb down into the water, um, rough waves. We had a bunch of seals the last, swimming with us the last time we were there. So that's probably my favorite. It's just spectacular. Sounds fun. Um, why do you swim marathons? Um, I like to push myself. Um, as I'm getting closer to my mid-60s and I ever like to think, you know, I. I think you've just got to keep doing things that push you out of your comfort zone. And um, I was always a better distance runner than I, I was a sprinter. And 
hopefully I'm progressing in the same vein with swimming, but I like the challenge. I love the people. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, I, I think more than anything else, it's such a great community of people. And I'm fortunate enough with what I do for the university to travel a lot, small towns. I work with small hospitals and I've been places uh, and never had anyone discourage me from swimming with a master's group. I was out in, a few years ago in uh, Folsom, California and got invited to the, along to swim with the master's group. Then they invited me to a picnic and an open water swim that evening. So it's just wherever you go, they're the nicest people. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> um, how do you describe the feeling of completing a marathon swim? Since I'm, I'm fairly new at this and still working on building confidence, for me, it's just an amazing sense of accomplishment slash, my God, am I glad that's done. <laughs> so it's a little of both. But it's, for me, not having grown up as a swimmer, uh, it's, it's a big accomplishment. What's a favorite event that or or swim that you've done? That yeah, event slash. Well, the um, so uh, a local shorter swim is the Nubble Light Challenge in York. It's uh, it's a beautiful open water swim, open ocean uh, through a. We swim from one beach to a lighthouse, and we swim in the gut between the lighthouse and the peninsula. You can see lobsters and starfish and everything on the bottom and then you finish on the other side so the first year I did it it was 56 went down to 48 at the lighthouse oh. it was rough <laughs> choppy foggy it was fabulous and I had I ended up having a friend show up in kayak for me and she did an amazing job I got out and I just felt like a million bucks while everyone else was um, freezing and then I've now done it a few times. I've done it twice without a wetsuit. It's even more fun. Yeah. I think for another event, uh, when it hit the wall, we have a swim called the Battle of Carlingford Lau, and you swim from one direction to the other. The first year, we swam with the current. The second year I was there, we swam against the current. That was a little less fun, but it was still interesting. <laughs> How did you find out about Hit the Wall? I'm curious. Um, some friends of mine uh, told me about it. We had, um, they, we used to do an event in Kelly's Bend and uh, I think others have called Swim Camp Catalina. Uh, uh, some friends of ours organized and it was, much, it was less of a swim camp and more summer camp for adult swimmers to do silly things. And they told me about it and you know, Ned's camp was full and, and both we were listening to it and Susan and I decided we'd go out. Uh, and it's just so well organized. It's almost always Memorial Day weekend. So it's uh, nicely done. What, can you tell us about the swim that you're the most proud of? It was probably one of my bigger struggles, but the 10 miler in, um, at the Kingdom Swim a few summers ago. I've, I've a, I greatly prefer colder temperatures. I always have running, swimming, doesn't matter. Um, it turned out to be a very warm weekend. The warm water was a lot warmer. And as we know with Phil's swims, 
distance can be questionable sometimes. And it just, <laughs> well, and I used to have a friend of mine who organized foot races and he said, I don't know what the problem is. Everyone's swimming, everyone's swimming or running the same course today, which of course is not true in open water. But uh, I struggled a bit. I cramped up early on and had real difficulty and was starting to lose my motivation. So Mina Elmakash was my paddler. She did a great job. And as I was coming in, realizing I was probably close, not realizing I was closer to the cutoff than not. Kelly and Raina and others were yelling at me to keep going. And at that point, probably wasn't the most, my most pleasant. And I'm like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they said, you're all, then I finally heard, they're gonna, you're all, you've got to finish now. So I, I pulled it in. So I was proud of that because it, it was my biggest struggle. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes those are the ones that we're the most proud of, right? <laughs> I do, do consider yourself a process or an outcome person. Well, to be honest, I think the right answer I, is I should be a process person, but I am an outcome person. <laughs> Trying to learn the process. Um, for me, part of where I need to work on is confidence with this. I, I sometimes get in a, a swim and say, you know, look at what these people have done. Who the heck do I think I am? to be out there. So it's a confidence issue. So I am trying to learn more process. I, I know technique is critical. Um, I remember days when I was younger and I was doing some climbing, rock climbing with friends of mine up in the whites. And there was one joke among the group. We had one guy that overanalyzed things to death and it would take him forever to do a move. And then the joke about me was, you just throw yourself at it. So the, the joke was, he, he, he needed to think less and I needed to think more. So it's, it's really about learning the technique and sort of building that confidence. I love your go-get-it attitude, though. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> um, how do you adapt to changing conditions? I just go with it, you know. Um, sometimes the changing conditions are fun. They can get a little tedious sometimes as if it gets really just gets hammered, but mostly... Uh, put my head down and go. So I've always been like that is, you know, right. If, if I don't have a choice, you just got to do it. How do you handle hard situations? I whine a lot in my head. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not sure if that's, um, if, if I say that out, those things out loud or not. But again, I think part of it is just, all right, what do I have to do next? And what can I have, what do I have to do for the next 15 minutes? And just try to break it up into manageable chunks because you look at things and it's really difficult and you don't start doing that, it, it, it gets to you. So I, I'm by nature a problem solver. So I start breaking down the components and do what I can. Awesome. Um, um, I got distracted by a message from somebody. Somebody wanted to know, tell us about your English channel attempt last year. <laughs> yeah, it was disappointing. I, I put in the time, did a lot of training for it, and we got over there, and I had, uh, I was overlapping very slightly with Sarah Thomas's uh, four-way. And we saw her, as I was meeting with my pilot, we saw her be in a lane and she was being interviewed. So we didn't want to poke our heads in. That was her moment. Um, but that day, the day after I arrived, Hurricane Alberto moved up through the English, Channel, the English Isles and shut everything down. 
I met people on Swimmer's Beach who were, um, all of us, none of us got to go. So we were all waiting. So it was both, I'll be honest, it was incredibly disappointing because I put in the work and a little bit relieving because we were sitting one night, we had this great house in uh, Kingsdown and there was a, a fantastic pub that we went to every night and we're sitting on the outdoor deck and I'm looking over at the lights of France thinking, holy shit, that's a long way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was a little of both. Uh, I, I'm struggling a bit now. Um, my pilot thought he'd get me a, a date this summer. And then of course, everything's gone to pieces. And so he didn't have a spot this summer. It doesn't look like very many people are swimming anyway. And so they're bumping everything from the summer to 2021. I, I ended up, I should have reached out to all the pilots the first of the year, but I was sort of counting on Stuart, which isn't his fault. It's, I mean, this happens. So it doesn't look like I'll get another shot till 2022 at, at the earliest. Wow. That's, that's like, it's amazing to me, like you and another friend as well, both we're trying to do a crossing last year and that somebody can have a window for a four way and then there can't be a window for just getting to the other side. But, but well, to be, like, to be truthful, the hardest part was wherever we'd go places, you know, of course, folks want to talk to the Americans and we're, we're sitting in this little pub that became our nightly hangout. It was the best place. Uh, good food, great, great liquor, great beer. <laughs> and people had asked why we're there. I said, oh, I'm here to do the English Channel. Oh, did you... Uh, what do you think about that woman uh, who did a four-way? Are you going to do that? I said, you know, once would be quite enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's been the hardest part of the, um, of the pandemic situation for you? Um, it, it's being sort of kept at home. You know, we're, I'm working, exercising, living in the same space. I, uh, I'm an extrovert by nature. I know that about myself. And so, so many of the things that I was going to do, all of my swims have been canceled. Um, and with what I, I am, I'm very active with the National Rural Health Association. I'm going to be their incoming president in January. And so all of the rural health meetings that I do and the folks that I work with, uh, it's all been canceled. So I got an email from one group. We have four of us that have known uh, at NRHA that have known each other for 20 years. And we have dinner one night where we don't talk about work. We drink too much and carry on and, and laugh a lot. And so those sort of connections are, are, are difficult to lose those. I mean, this has been, been a great opportunity just to stay connected with folks so i do appreciate that you're doing this i love it too <laughs> thanks um what motivates you to keep going in these in tough times like this um i don't have a choice i mean <laughs> sometimes not having options are, are good so we're um i'm walking a lot more it's taken a while to get to get my knees back into the point where that doesn't hurt as much my hips are tighter I find I've been continuing a couple, three nights a week. Uh, I work with a Pilates group. And so we're doing mat classes. I almost always do them outside unless it's raining. So, you know, you just pick one, do one thing at a time. My work is fortunate. I can, I can write. Um, it's a little bit hard to manage my team. Um, but 
you know, I get uh, I get a fair number of calls because of the work that I do from across different people across the country, and we're getting ready to um, to submit an article uh, tomorrow on what do we do with rural health after the pandemic. So how it's this has pointed out all the flaws in our our systems, and so where should we go from here? Yeah, yeah. Just keep busy, do the best we can, have a little fun. Yeah. What advice would you give to an aspiring marathon swimmer? Well, the first off is I think everyone should get a Kelly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, yeah. she's, she's been incredibly supportive and encouraging. <clears throat> but I think, I think finding, getting over the fact that you're a newbie and less experienced and just learn from folks. So here, I mean, I, I swim a lot with Susan Knight who I'm nowhere near her league, but she's a great person, and you know she we swim together and keep. I mean, she circles back around me a lot. Um, Pat Charette in this area, a lot of the folks on this call, uh, I've learned from, and, and I think it's just just give it a go. Um, for me, uh, right now, I'm trying to look at since the channel is probably two years away at at the least. What do I need to do in the interim? How do I find some good swims to keep myself engaged? <clears throat> and how do I, I sort of work that process a little better? I've learned from you and others, Shannon, that, that you know, the technique side is for me the interesting part. I'm still working on that. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, well, it's, it's important. <laughs> um, what about future guests? Who else should we have on? Yeah, oh gosh, um, Greg O'Connor would be great. Susan Knight would be I great get too. Someone Susan. to help me. And I can I'll can send you. Greg for you, Shannon. Okay, thanks. Have you reached um, out to him at all? Well, on Facebook, maybe that's yeah. not the best way to do it. But I mean, he hasn't accepted my friend request, so he won't see my messages. And it's been like years that he's not accepted my request. I'm trying not to take it personally, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, so I Greg, think, um, and then um, you said Susan, late night, yes. right? Okay. And Robin Rose Rasmussen. She was one of the first people that, that I met out on Catalina for the swim camp. Okay. And she and I, um, she and I swam pretty consistently and well together. And so she would be, uh, you know, she, I sort of used her as a bit of a role model. Um, she's very tough and, and an incredibly nice person. All right. She awesome. just did a swim the other day. Yes, I saw. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Angel, it's nice to know that there is swimming in the back. Yeah. yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> I have to tamp that side of me down, but good for her. <laughs> it was great to see her back with all her wrist issues this last couple of years. So absolutely. And Angel Island is a tough. Uh, swim. That's what I understand. Yeah. And I'll also look for suggestions from anyone else. I've got to find some interim swims over the next two years that <laughs> challenge me. Prefer I prefer ocean to lakes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Where do you want to travel to? <laughs> I have ideas. When, once, once they let us out, I, uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm not, a, I don't have any set ideas. I love Ireland. England is great. Um, I've done a bunch of swims on the West Coast. Uh, I did swim the suck. Um, 
What about like Jerry circumnavigation of Peaks Island? Excuse me, Kelly? No, Caroline said something. Oh, Caroline. Oh, I just said, um, well, you could probably get in like a Jersey France next year. It would be great for the English Channel. Okay, that's good to know. I suggested a circumnavigation of Peaks Island. Uh, <laughs> with a starting and stopping at the uh, at the little pub on the corner. I've done the swim around peaks. It's hard to get people to go, but it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we could even do a figure eight and go around Pumpkin Knob. <laughs> I went in on these Maine swims. I told Kelly, my husband's from Maine. And, uh, so many I, islands. All you got to do is just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It> sounds fun. <laughs> If you'd fancy a river swim, I know you said you prefer the ocean, but um, we in Philly have a river swim that's eight miles, and um, we it's low key, and it's um, you know there's a nice barbecue afterward. Very um, nice. Yes, um, Bender. Yes, Bridget can tell can endorse it. <laughs> Great, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll need to create a, a bucket list from all those uh, of them, all these talks <laughs> of, all the, of all the great swims out there. I know there's a lot of there's other resources out there as well. Yeah. But um, just to kind of wrap it up today, I guess I, the exciting news I wanted to share: um, Louise Darlington put me in um, touch with um, Lynn Cox's agent, and she is looking at. Um, coming in early June. So stay tuned oh, for a date. <laughs> Talk to Lynn. Um, and we'll do, we'll form, change the format a little, kind of skip the meet your lane mates because everyone would want to be in her lane, right? <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and we'll probably, it'll be like an hour. So more details on that as that comes. And then the other oh, thing that's great. that I'm working on is um, kind of getting a podcast side of this going for people who can't make it at 5.30 in the morning. Um, so I'll get the audio from all of the past versions and get those posted and then probably do some more intimate interviews with people who can't make it at 5.30 in the morning. So stay tuned for more details on, on the, well, the Marathon great. Swim Stories awesome. podcast. I'm so glad that I found out it was 8.30 where I am. <laughs> yes, you me know, too. Participate and listen, not just listen in, but, or, but take part, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like there's, well, there, I feel like there's room for both, and there's, and that there's, you know, we all want to hear from each other, but I'll keep asking for questions, and as I've said in the past, don't, don't hesitate to um, email me or private message me at any time, and um, you can tell me <laughs> what other, what else you guys want to hear, what other questions you want to ask, all those things. Sure. Awesome. Excellent. Well, I appreciate seeing you all here. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, shannon at intrepidwater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at intrepidwater.com. Thanks for listening.